have an army. We have a Hulk. Welcome to episode 103 of We Have a Hulk podcast, where we talk all things film, TV, and sometimes comic books. I'm your usual host, Nicola. And I'm your other usual host, Christopher. And what are you going to be talking about in this week's episode then, Chris? Well, we've got Home of the Hulks, Glass Review, interview with Renzi Feliz, who plays Alex in Runways, whoop, whoop. and a competition. So mm. we're giving away two copies of Upgrade on DVD. Ooh. And uh, Hulk Topics. We're retwisting an M. Night Shyamalan film. Mm. <laughs> Definitely an interesting one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's kick things off with At Home of the Hawks. What have we been watching, reading and doing the past two weeks then, Chris? Right, doing. I've been working on a video for my mini ITX case. A mm. 3D print thing. Yes. Build. Thing. I love that. A 3D print thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it should be out this week sometime. It was fairly uh, successful. Yeah, I really like it. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Good. What else? I ordered some copper coloured filament for my 3D printer as well. Mm. We uh, printed some plant pots today. <laughs> yes. So that's How exciting. exciting. Yeah. Very <laughs> so riveting. Went to home base and got a couple of uh, cacti for them. So, yeah. yeah. But other than that, uh, so we've had some pretty exciting things this week. Well, pretty much one thing. So it yeah. was my birthday. Yes. Yes. So to celebrate, we went to London and had a jam-packed day, literally. Very, very busy. So Jam donut? Yeah. Well, it wasn't <laughs> quite jam, actually, but close. Sure. <laughs> so first of all, we went to Forbidden Planet, which was pretty cool. We picked up a couple of uh, comics and a graphic novel, which I've been reading. And we looked at all the fantastic hot toys that were super expensive and we yeah. couldn't afford to buy. <laughs> Very nice to look at. They are so good. I mean, that Hulk one from Thor Ragnarok was amazing. But yeah. what was it, like 400 and something pounds? 430 <gasps> quid, I think, yeah. Yeah. And then the Iron Man one, that was pretty good. That was, I think that was even more... <laughs> More expensive yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> maybe one of these would be a good investment for us maybe one day i really want the iron spider set. one but that's i don't i think that's just pre-order at the moment and it's it's how long has avengers infinity war been out now yeah i guess it takes a long time to design and make yeah, i don't know maybe i don't know hot toys let us know if you're listening <laughs> because of course <laughs> yeah. you will be can you send us a yeah. review model? Cool. <laughs> we then went to crosstown donuts to pick up a vegan donut for me for my birthday cake yes. style thing uh it's so tasty so nice it's a sourdough donut for some reason but one of the best I've had so far. So very much recommend Crosstown Donuts. Cool. Uh, then we went to see Hamilton. Ah, and I was pleasantly surprised by this, actually. I mean, the tickets you are... Weren't... <laughs> you weren't excited? No, I was I was really excited. But you I should was have just... been excited for the cost of those tickets, <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, to be honest, when you hear about it, it's a play about American history. Yeah. You're like, hmm, okay. American political history. Yes. <laughs> but then it's like, yeah, it's it's really well yeah, together. Yeah, so well done. Uh, just to let you know, it's, it is all rap. Uh, we did see quite a lot of older people in there. Yeah. And uh, a few commented that they were very tired because they had to listen very closely because it they was, couldn't quite understand. <laughs> it was hard to listen in places. So yeah. You, had to, you did have they to concentrate. They were very fast. Yeah. I mean, and it was like constant. I, it was really impressive how they kept up. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Yeah. But some really good songs. And also, what was his name? Was it King George or something? Uh, King James. King James? He was King hilarious. George. There's a character in there and he's like super like old style British and just yeah. like all in like gems and the huge this crown. This was pre-1800s. This yes. was 1790 or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know who was monarch then, but he was hilarious. <laughs> he was, was funny. Yeah. What was it? Do, 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 do. 
<laughs> the songs have been in my head like forever since we've yeah. seen it. It's yeah, just so catchy. Really yeah, I have been listening to the soundtrack a lot. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's really, really good. I would really recommend this. It's very high up there because I really like musicals and also Chris. Yes. Uh, we, we do tend to watch them quite a lot, but I definitely put Lion King at the top still because I really love that. But I think Hamilton will come a close second with Matilda. I really love Matilda. Mm. So yeah, definitely, definitely up there. I would put those two near the top as well. Oh, that, that is good. <laughs> and Lanky as well. Yes. Right. So. Um, and then we went to Nando's. Hey, Nando's! Cheeky Nando's. <laughs> yeah. Very, very good day. Which is good because we got there right at the right time, I think. We did, yeah. Right before, like, rush. Yeah. So they, they were already, like, preparing Super in the kitchen. Super queuing, yeah. And then the queue started behind us kind of thing. We got hours in, like, five really minutes. Quickly, <laughs> yeah. Which was great. Yes, good stuff. Yes, very good day. So what we've been watching then, Chris? Right, TV-wise, The Punisher, season two. We're mm-hmm. halfway through that. What yes. do you reckon? Well, I'm a bit, I find it a bit hit and miss. I yes. really, really like half of the story. So the bit with, you know, the super Christian people yes. that are super devoted and are like killing random people. And it, that's so, that's really interesting. Yeah. But I feel like it's taken a backstory to the whole Billy Russo slash Jigsaw storyline. A backseat, sorry. Yes. Yeah, I think the whole... Um, Jigsaw thing is kind of unimpressive to yeah. me. It hasn't really paid off. Mm. It's kind of just a bit boring. Yeah. And like you said, I like the the whole kind of Christian guy, whatever he's whatever he's doing. He's kind of interesting. Name? I can't remember. I don't even know. But yeah, it's it's just a bit more mysterious. I'm like, oh, what's going on? I don't yeah. understand. Um, <laughs> and I like the bits where the Punisher's just punishing people. Yeah, you know? that's but the best bit of the then show. And there was like one episode where it was just really boring and nothing was yes. happening and that. i really like the team up between him and the kid though the the girl i think that's really good i like their relationship and i really like the bit um there was i think there was about two episodes where they're in that sheriff's like police department there were amazing episodes and the bit where what what was that line he was saying i think they've gone it was just so funny the punisher said i think they're just stupid or something there was a really funny line i'm gonna have to dig it out but it was great Okay. So, yeah, okay. The Orville, season two. We've watched three yes, episodes. we have. Um, They've been okay so far. I'm liking it still. I like, yeah, I like yeah. the Orville, you know? It's definitely it got that old style Star Trek feel, hasn't it? It's got more of a newer style Star Trek. Like an old style, but a new style. <laughs> what? Like based on newer Star Treks than okay. older ones. <laughs> right. That makes sense. More based on well, like, like... Enterprise and... More... Uh, or Next Gen. Point. More like Next Gen. Okay. Kind of like a medium level. <laughs> <laughs> medium the level age style. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm really liking it. Yeah, it just it just reminds me of like uh, the next generation. Yeah. And um, I also really like the cameos though. Yeah, the cameos. There's really a lot good. of people from Next Gen in it, right? Yeah, they kind of split uh, the cameos. Yeah, the Doctor from the Enterprise. Was yeah, there was Enterprise. an episode where they had two of like the original cast in it. Didn't oh, they? Yeah, and they had the, the uh, Doctor. The Doctor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I was a really Doctor, good one. Though. Yeah, it was cool. Anyway, yeah, really, really liking those. The yeah. Passage season yes. one. Yes. Okay, so Fox's new show called The Passage. So it's another like another book adaptation, and I haven't actually read the source material, but this is it's a bit of a weird one. It's like um. It's based on a impending apocalypse and it's to do right. with vampires. But it's kind right. of a mixture of like about a kid and, and this guy who's trying to save the kid. <laughs> so I can't quite 
understand it at the moment because you've got this really sort of interesting avian flu outbreak and they're they're testing people with this vampire serum because it it, okay. it helps vaccinate or something yeah it's kind of but then you've got this like road trip drama style thing on the other mm. yeah and they don't quite mix yet i don't know i don't know what okay. i think it's interesting don't get me wrong but it's just a bit of a a weird blend <laughs> what put you onto this one and why am i not watching it uh, because it's from Fox. So they're the ones who send me screeners for like The Gifted and The okay. Orville and stuff. And this was their new thing coming out and it was on the screener site. So that's why I started watching it. But I haven't worked out how to put the screeners onto the computer, uh, onto the TV yet. So that's why you haven't been watching it. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, The Gifted? The Gifted, yep. So I've been watching the past two episodes of this. Um, Yeah. It's it's okay. It seems to be ramping up a bit because it's near the end of the season now. Because mm. it's been sort of like floating a little bit. It's been like, okay, you meandering. know, meandering a little. Okay. Uh, but yeah, something happened. And um, yeah, now I'm, I'm intrigued. So, things have happened. Good. Things have happened, yes. <laughs> but the big one, I think, Deadly, Deadly Glass. Glass. Yeah. So we've seen the first two episodes. I really, I was really surprised by this because obviously I didn't know anything about it. Obviously, I never do. <laughs> but it's really cool. I really enjoy it. You got the graphic novel when I we did, went yeah. to London. Mm-hmm. How's that going? Yeah, it's really good. It's very similar. But yeah, this is a, a sci-fi show. I think when I told you, oh, I think we should maybe try and watch this. And you're like, hmm, where's it from? And I said sci-fi. And you're like, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has negative connotations, yeah. doesn't it, sci-fi shows? But, but it's, yeah. it's a really interesting like premise, isn't it? So it's about, it's like Harry Potter, but for assassins, right? Yes. It's a very old school style. Secret school. Secret society school thing with really like cool looking features. It's set in the past, right? Yeah, so it's set in the 80s, yeah. so it's got an amazing soundtrack as well. Yes. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. I'm just really liking it. And they've got some interesting classes as well. So they've got like poison, po- poison, <laughs> poison class. class yeah. <laughs> they've got, uh, well, I wouldn't call it Defense Against the Dark Arts, but it's it's basically... Parallels. Yeah. Parallels, <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, but I think it's quite interesting because they've got, you know, like in any normal school, they've got different groups and gangs sort yeah. of things. So they've got... But it's kind of a different take on it. So they've got like FBI, kids of FBI... <laughs> Uh, they've uh, kids of spies sort of thing and then they've like mexican gangs and yeah. they've got like new world order gang uh, they've got the punks more explicit, and things isn't it? it's like yeah, yeah. very clear like mm. these are the nazis <laughs> yeah that's these quite like, interesting the black nationalists or yeah. whatever it's kind of like yeah they, <laughs> they haven't shied away from uh... no but the thing is a lot of the reviews i read was like oh oh they're really going into these stereotypes and it's not good these days sort of thing but if you actually look into it they're com- they're completely like sort of subverting them because when you find out about these kids they're really not what you think they are at all because right. there's one kid that is actually a pacifist and I'm not going to say who yeah but yeah and you're like whoa okay and they're not who they they say they are so it is yes, it has depth yeah it, has, it depth. has a lot of depth so guys don't just see it as like this stereotypical sort of show it's it's there's a lot more too i think agreed i'm really enjoying it so far i'm yeah. looking forward to more yeah so. and like that kind of anarchist sort of yeah stuff. it's pretty cool yeah <laughs> what else uh star trek discovery season two mm. two episodes yeah so this is back on netflix yes what do you uh, think of it so far i, I really love the look of it <laughs> yeah I think I'm preferring this season to the last season. I think um, Pike is more of my kind of captain. Yes, than so much more charismatic, right? And less of a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, um, that always helps. <laughs> I do think it has 
moments of greatness and I do really enjoy the show but I just feel like it's a bit dumbed down and a bit daft in places like the the, the doing <laughs> Let's donuts do donuts with the, with the spaceship <laughs> discovery. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the power of math, guys. Oh, that was that was cringe. <laughs> Sorry. Also, it's just a bit too frantic or something. It feels like episodes aren't, you know, a whole a nice wholesome arc. They're a bit kind of frantic and broken up and, okay. and things are happening and then other things are happening and mm. I'm just not quite sure if I like that format as much as I like. Yeah. A standard Star Trek kind of format. I know it's based more on like the original Star Trek because it's set in that kind of time period, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I think there's a reason that Star Trek evolved away from that. And I don't know if it's a good Ooh, idea okay. going back to that necessarily. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So that's just my kind of taking it. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I mean, I love the look. It's amazing. Like the production quality yes. and just the look. It must have so much money into it. It is pretty I incredible. Think, yeah. What is it? Is it? I know it's Netflix, but originally on, is it CBS or something in America? Sure, you know. I can't remember what it is. Um, But yeah, they must be spending just... Oh, <laughs> those, I, you can't even see this. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> like that fanning thing yeah with the, with the money, with the money. <laughs> yeah. uh yeah they must be spending dollar, so dollar much bills, money on this. yeah exactly and um they had some action scenes in the first episodes that was very jj O'Brans. you know they were yes. in their one man sort of pods and they were i would say racing that's more stuff. like um what's the guy that did the uh fast and furious one fast and furious oh, okay film. is that beyond yeah, the something or other just in them. I, think, yeah, I don't they know. Have, they have certain Fast and Furious yeah, parts to it. They do, don't like, they? Uh, like the donut. <laughs> I just feel like it should be a little bit more cerebral than okay, it's been. Yeah. In places it is. <clears throat> yeah. But sometimes it's just a little bit dumbed down. Yeah. And I don't really understand how that happens. But mm. yeah. But yeah, they have silly things like that. But then they have some really, really cool things. Like, And I really like how they're kind of bringing in more from the kind of law. Is that the right word? From Because yeah. they've got Pike, who he was in the original, yes. wasn't he? Yeah. Um, you had the like classic shirts, like the coloured shirts and stuff. Yep. So you had the red shirt, the yellow, I think the, the blue. Enterprise showed up. The Enterprise showed up. Oh, we've got Spock this season. So there's a lot of things to be excited about. Yeah. And I think the cast is really, really great. Uh, I love, love the characters. Um, what's so her name? Sylvia oh, Tilly. Yeah, she's my favourite. She's Tilly. so good. Yeah. Um, but in the last episode, I Saru told you, cool. Saru, they're all really, really good, I really actually. Like, I really yeah. Like yeah. Um, so there's a lot of good things, but there's a lot of like niggly little things. Yeah, that kind of irritating. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of little difficult. irritating things that happen. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> yes. I think okay. because it's Star Trek. If 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 that like the Orville does that kind of stuff all the time, but because it's not Star Trek, I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, that's cool. Okay, it's the it's Orville, not... guys. Yeah. Ah. But since this is Star Trek, I'm like, oh, you can't do that at Star Trek. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Okay, so other thing I've been watching is Young Justice season three. So like Titans, this is another show on the DC Universe streaming platformy thingy thingy thing. Uh, I've seen the first three episodes and I got to say, I love the se- first two seasons. I thought they were really, really great. So it's like Titans. It's the same group right. of kids, but they've grown up. So it's like Nightwing and that lot. They, they grew up in the second season. But in this one... Oh, it's so much darker and there's been like kids abducted and tested on and stuff. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is this is really quite dark. <laughs> so I, I don't know about it so far. I Interesting. Mean, yeah. It does mm. sound like it's changing a lot. Yes. Which is unusual for a show. But the other thing we've been watching a lot of, which we, t- we, we always said in the last one. Yeah, The Office, the office US season five. Yeah. We're, on now. <laughs> We're looking forward to season six, episode one, which is the one with the... Uh, 
the parkour. You keep like <laughs> hyping this up for me. I hope it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've seen the thing. I've just seen like the clips from it, but I thought it was really funny when I saw parkour. it. Parkour. So. Uh, the, the thing I like, really enjoy about watching this though is like, there's you know, there's so many gifts on Twitter yeah, yeah, yeah. of The Office and now I know where they come from. <laughs> yeah. And the last one I just saw was Steve Carell's character going, no, no, no. When uh, what's his name came back. You yes. know, the HR guy. Uh, what is his name? <laughs> He hates him so much. He hates him so much. Really uh, does speak with F? I don't no, know. It's T, isn't it? T. Toby. Toby. That's yes. the one. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Toby seems alright. Oh, yeah, poor Toby. He could, poor he's Toby. clearly in love with Pam, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, did I miss. I missed something. What, did they try and set him up, saying that he yes. had drugs on yeah, him or yeah. something? <laughs> so Steve Carell's character went and bought some fake drug. Well, he like thought salad. they were drugs, but oh. <laughs> they set him up. They were like, okay, hundred pound for this. I want hundred dollars for this and it was basil or something <laughs> it was Love always it. quite funny films what films, films. have been watching so we went and saw vice yeah uh, unlimited screening yeah um i thought it was quite similarly constructed to the big short which i like because mm-hmm. i thought that film was great um i liked like in, a, in the sense that a lot of the devices they used to explain things were similar like they would yeah. use menus to explain what was going <laughs> yeah, on that was, like that. It was really cool um i think it was a lot more intense than the big short a lot more intense. And quite a bit deeper. Yes. So it requires a lot more attention, I think. And it's just scary. Like, even if 10% of that movie is true, mm. it's just terrifying. Wow. Like, governments are out of control. If that's <laughs> yes, true. Yes, So... And yeah. this was before Trump, can we just yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd give it one thumbs up. I, I did enjoy it. It's a little bit harder work, but it was it was powerful stuff. Mm. What about you? I really didn't enjoy the film. Sorry. I, I mean, no, I, I, I can completely appreciate how, you know, clever it was yeah. and, the, and, and the style and what they did with it. Uh, the cast was great. And I mean, um, Christopher, not Christopher Nolan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Christian Bale, he was fantastic. Amy yep. Adams was was great. Um, and then you have Steve Carell and, you know, that kind of cast. Also, um, the guy who played Trump, uh, not Trump. What, what am I going on with that? Um, Bush. Bush. Yeah, oh, just um, fantastic. Rockwell. That's the one, Sam Rockwell. He was amazing. He, was, he, he, like, he, he looked Trump. so much yeah, like him. It was, was scary. Um, but yeah, for me, it was just, it was too Did much. Trump or Bush? Bush. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just too much. It was really, it made me really angry and and hateful yes. and not. Yeah. It was just a horrible, vile film. And I, I, I know why. Yeah. While I know why, but no, it just didn't sit with me at all. The way they kind of cut into like explosions and people just getting run into and like like jump jump cuts. Yeah. And- like serious jumpy moments and, and uh, just not not nice and like they weren't yeah they 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 did it in a way where it was so loud yeah. that you couldn't not kind of mm. experience that you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. um, it was an experience i think this film yeah and i completely understand your position because this is not an enjoyable film no. i don't think this no. is yeah it serves a purpose yeah, i yeah. suppose yeah, yeah. and there's, and there's it's a lot of terrifying there and, and a lot of yeah a lot of thinky sort of yeah, yeah. and yeah i what, half of them up i i don't know i i do appreciate what they were doing so maybe one th- oh yeah it's a difficult one <laughs> anyway something completely different in the yes. stunt family yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah really nice heartwarming film kind of like a rom-com yeah but just With like a different yeah it's like a family yeah. kind of rom- family romance i don't know that's horrible <laughs> family that's a horrible romance. idea sorry about that um yeah just like a heartwarming family comedy thing yeah kind of unrealistic probably but i think most rom-coms are 
So fair enough. I would give it two thumbs up. I really enjoyed it. Really heartwarming. Great film. Lots of funnies. Yeah. You know? I'm pleasantly surprised by this film. Yeah. Like I watched the trailer and I was like, that looks like it. the best bits will probably be in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually really enjoyed it. Yes. I, I thought it was great. And it was very emotional and it was very, had very nice moments and very sad Definitely. moments, but Definitely. a lot of funnies and overall really enjoyed it. So again, yeah, two thumbs up. Yes. We also watched Glass. Surprise, surprise. Gloss <laughs> <laughs> over that. Yep. Yep. So what next? We had, um, we had a lot of Netflix and Amazon films, didn't yes. we? So I owe... Was the uh, latest Io. Netflix Io. sort of a Netflix original, I think, film, maybe? Yes, I think so. Yeah, so yeah. this was um, Anthony Mackie. Yep. And I fell asleep in this, so you're going to have to kind of <laughs> drive this one. So, uh, science fiction, humans destroy the earth kind of thing, and um, they go make a new start on one of the moons of Jupiter, Io. And yeah, I enjoyed it mostly. I think um, the end was a bit disappointing. It was a bit kind of like flat and like, uh, is that really how you're going to end this? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I like it because it's science fiction, but at the same time, I feel like it was lacking something. So I'd give it one thumbs up. One thumbs up. I, I enjoyed it, but uh, I won't say too much about it because I don't want to spoil it or anything. The but. overall, the impression I got, it was very talky. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's true. Okay, uh, upgrade, which we <laughs> which yep. we're giving away. Yes. yes. Uh, absolutely love this film i think for me one and a half to two thumbs up really really enjoyed it i mean it was very venom-esque in a way okay. i think um yeah, i think maybe, you yeah. haven't seen venom yet have you no we need to watch that i actually quite enjoyed that okay, film okay. sorry guilty no pleasure uh but yeah i just love the whole sort of ai aspect and sort of the future i liked that sort of techie future style definitely, sort of thing and yeah. yeah yeah exactly the same two thumbs up same reasons boom boom Done. and obviously we both love this film so john wick the first one yeah. since we saw the trailer for john wick 3 earlier i think early last week uh we had to watch john wick again yeah. right it's such a good film two huge thumbs up from me same. absolutely love this film just love it just love it We're keanu reeves the second one soon as well yes definitely maybe maybe tonight maybe yeah maybe uh yeah keanu reeves is just fantastic in this so so good also a really good cast as well so you had um oh the guy who always plays a bad guy but wasn't a bad guy in this william defoe yeah very very good in this also ian mcshane i love him he's He's so good also in american gods very very good um you also had alfie allen from game of thrones i forgot he was in this actually (laughs) and was like oh (laughs) you play another awful character in this (laughs) (laughs) yeah just really really good film if you haven't seen it why have you not seen it go and see it now yeah i mean you have to be a a bit of a fan of kind of um gore and stuff yeah like revenge style movies right yeah yeah but, but it's a great it's just film, so. it looks amazing as well definitely definitely very it's so stylish, stylish and yeah like the colors and everything the way it's shot amazing yeah. and the cars oh the yes. cars are good is yeah. it, are they mustangs or i don't uh, know but they're say, yes, beautiful maybe. <laughs> yes maybe okay <laughs> cool. so reading so you got deadly class i did and about. i've read it all <laughs> you read the whole thing yes i have read so it all already one, right? yes volume one uh yeah really really engrossed in it actually so mm, definitely maybe recommend that yeah, I also so bought... Uh, sorry? Because I'm enjoying the show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I also picked up Shazam issue two, but the variant cover, it was really good. I really like that cover. Okay. And also Guardians of the Galaxy issue one by Donnie, Donnie Cates, but I've yet to read them because I've been just burning through Deadly Class. So fingers crossed tonight, I'll get a chance. Cool. Okay. Do you want to do trailers or... Uh, super quickly, should we just mention them super quickly? So yes. obviously there was Spider-Man Far From Home. 
Have you watched that yet? No. Okay, let's watch it quickly. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks better than the last one to me, so yeah, just based on the trailer. But yeah. Yeah, so many good things in the trailer though. I mean, you had Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. What? With yeah. the, the fishbowl? <laughs> I thought that would be like, how the hell can you have that on screen? Because it looks so ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. right? But he sold he sold it to me. Okay. And like, even his like, um, like... It looked very Doctor Strange-esque. I don't know if yeah, you got that impression as well. Yeah, sure. And I was like, ooh, I'd quite like to see a showdown between those two. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, but he had so many other good things in there. He had Nick Fury. He yes. was hilarious. He just shot, what's his Genki? No, that's, that's the one in, in the comic books. He shot his friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you had Happy and yes. Alme. That was, that, nice that was awkward, but funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you also saw the like noir sort of detective suit, the black suit. Mm. Also, the new um, like upgraded suit with the webbing when he was flying. What did you think of that one? Yeah, it looks cool. Um, yeah, and I like that they're in Europe. Yes, well. so it's they go nice. to like Venice and London. So that's yeah. pretty cool. That's also, strange. you had the whole um, old style uh, song in there at the end. Yeah. Do, 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 Can't do. help but move. Yeah, that was in. really good. So yeah, super excited for this one. Definitely. Okay, what else did we have? So we had John Wick 3 trailer. What did you think of that one? Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. <laughs> super mean. excited. So highlights me, John Wick on a freaking horse, yeah. uh, samurais on motorbikes, <laughs> um, him in the desert, uh, you know, meeting uh, Halle Perry's new characters with her relations. Oh, it yeah. just, looks, just looks amazing. It's I really super like stylish. All that kind of mystery, mysterious stuff, all the kind of continents based stuff yes. and like yeah, all yeah. The, the kind of little features about the world that you don't know and mm. you kind of pick up on kind of cool yeah also an interesting uh looking cast coming up as well uh, lawrence fishbond in there yes. which is going to be amazing he was in the last one though oh was he yeah right. oh i could watch it again <laughs> just gives me an excuse uh but yes yeah, just a super looking good super stylish looking film as well yes so yeah next so the other teasers we had were shazam tv spot we had ghostbusters just a real big tease it wasn't anything really was it and the pokemon detective pikachu tv spot so let's kick things off with shazam what did you think of this one i think it looks great i'm super excited for this movie yes. Come on. Loved the jump. That was so good. Yeah. I don't know how else to describe it, but yeah, the jump and the lightning. Moment, isn't it? Yes, very. And there were a lot of like Man of Steel vibes as well. I don't know if you saw that when he was fighting Mark Strong's like villain. The okay. way that they went, pew! yeah, very Man of Steel, and it just looks hilarious. I'm yes. just yeah, I loved it when they were like not so serious. <laughs> that was good, and they were like looking for a lair. Yeah, yeah. that was cool with the rocks <laughs> and the yeah. Yes. Nice. Uh, next up, Ghostbusters. Yeah, but Ghostbusters 3. So this well, is... that's what it says, but I don't think it is a third, right? It would be number two. Well, it, it said that Bill Murray was... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I know, I haven't looked into it, but uh, yeah, it, it looked all right based on this <laughs> yeah. tiny teaser. I, it felt like Goosebumps to me. The music and yeah. the, the green yeah. and stuff. Uh, but yeah, the, what I've kind of read about this is it's not going to be the women anymore. They're re kind of rebooting it again. It's going to be a bunch of kids, almost like Scooby-Doo, I think. Okay. But Bill Murray's going to be in it a bit more than the first because they were just in it like cameos, weren't yes. they? So yeah, interesting direction. Okay. okay. Uh, and then next we have Pokemon Detective Pikachu. So what do you think of this one? 
I'm still surprised that this is allowed. Like, <laughs> this is a failed Nintendo what? or whatever have even, yeah, like the Pokemon company have said that's okay. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. It looks cool. Yes. But I'm just surprised that this would be allowed. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. I can't, I can't quite take Pikachu as being Ryan Reynolds seriously. For no. me, he's just Deadpool now. So whenever yeah, I hit, yeah. I'm going to see Pikachu hear his voice, going to be like, it's Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool I'm so right. confused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Yes. So out of all of that, what would you recommend this week for people to watch? All the things we've watched and everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Deadly Class. Yes. It's got to be up there. Um, John Wick, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Star Trek Discovery is good so far. Yeah. Just, you know, things. <laughs> things go and, and check stuff. them out. Yes. And definitely upgrade. Definitely go and check out our competition and, and then enter. Yes. And yeah. Instant Family. That was good too. Yeah. Very, very good. Yes. Okay. So on to the glass review. Boop, boop. The three of you have convinced yourselves you have extraordinary gifts like something out of a comic book. David Dunn, the only person to survive that train wreck all those years ago. What do you do? I'm in security. You think you have superpowers? It's a feeling. Vision. I have to touch them. You believe you are a protector. My name is Patricia. I have no question. There are two dozen identities. I'm Mary Reynolds. Por favor, senora. We almost got you, bro. That live in that body with you. The beast is coming any minute now for you guys. But what I am questioning is your belief that you are something more than human. Glass was released in UK cinemas on the 18th of January. So it's written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. guys i can't say his name i'm just gonna say that now and just gloss over the fact so uh the film stars james mcavoy bruce willis samuel l jackson anya taylor joy and sarah paulson so the synopsis is very short on imdb which is very strange so security guard david dunn uses his supernatural abilities to track down kevin wendell crumb a disturbed man who has 24 personalities so that's pretty much just the first 10 minutes of the film right yeah Yeah, i mean that's good i suppose (laughs) yeah yeah true so chris what were your initial thoughts going in and then coming out of the film right nicola my pre-feelings was pre-feelings okay um, i like split but I was a bit confused when it kind of changed direction towards the end. Yes. Um, I find M. Night Shyamalan's... Sh- Shyamalan? Sh- Shyamalan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, M. Night Shyamalan's films. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhat hit and miss for me. Okay. I didn't have high expectations, really. Which is probably good. <laughs> Fair um, enough. I really liked that it had Bruce Willis and Samuel L. J. in it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was yeah, <laughs> okay. kind of looking forward to it and kind of not super excited about it and kind of didn't have high expectations at the same time. Right. And then coming out, I kind of thought I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> the twist super wasn't deep. outrageous okay. to me. So that right. was good. Um, yeah, I think maybe my expectations were low, so that helped. Okay, yeah. But I thought it was all right. It was, uh, it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, so um, I was really looking forward to this one, actually. I loved Unbreakable. You, you've seen Unbreakable, right? I have, but I don't remember it. it was oh, really? A long time ago. So good. We need to watch it again, I think. Yeah, um, I thought Split was great as well, but the twisty, that was a little bit kind of ruined the film a little bit. 
that you found out that you know it was connected to Unbreakable and yes. So I thought, I do agreed. they do they really need to do a third one in this? But it'll be very interesting because you know obviously Bruce Willis against uh, the Beast. That'll be quite an interesting sort of team up thing. Sure. So yeah, I was intrigued. I was very excited, but also a little bit hesitant because yes. we know they're always a bit hit and miss like these kind of films. Agreed. Yeah. But after coming out, I was very indifferent. I think um, I thought the first two acts were pretty intriguing. I it was a great start. I really enjoyed the start. It kind of slowed down a lot in the middle, right, in the psychiatric hospital. But the last act for me was just really disappointing. <laughs> I just felt like he could have done so much more with the characters. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. Okay, okay. right. So, characters and performances. So, James McAvoy, who played Patricia, Dennis, Hedwig, The Beast, Barry, Heinrich, and a lot of others. <laughs> yes. uh, 21? Was it listed on IMDb? But only 20 listed on IMDb, uh, okay. so... Yeah. I don't know. Where were the rest of the three? Four of them just weren't <laughs> present in this yeah. film, I guess. Um, yeah, I really love his performance. Same as in Split, really. Like, uh, super impressive how he can switch between each of the characters yeah. seamlessly. Well, every time they did that like thing, and they did that a lot, didn't they? Yeah. And he just switched in between them. Yeah, I think there might have been some cuts there and stuff, but there were scenes where he was just literally... The camera was just rolling and he was switching between characters, which was really cool. But it's not just like his voice changes, his whole posture changes, his expressions change. You can tell when it's Patricia before he's even spoken. Do yes. you know what I mean? Because well, she's she standing kind of... up more straight and yeah. her face changes and everything. Her face, you know? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's impressive. I think yeah. it's impressive. So yeah, I, uh, yeah. what do you think? Well, he completely stole the film for me. Okay. I think he was the main thing that really won me over with this film. Fair enough. Um, is that okay to say? Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, same as you, I just thought it was crazy how seamless and effortless it looked to see him switch between the different personalities. It was just insane. And some of it was like the smallest detail as well, like just like a mannerism or, or some sort of way he, yes. he changed between it. Yeah, and it was just yeah. so impressive. And um, I've got to say Hedwig is my favourite though. I love Hedwig. So, so good. Um, <laughs> the, the main thing for me though, I mean, even though he obviously spent a lot of time in the gym, I thought the Beast was a little less scary this time around because in Split it was like hoped up like and you only saw yeah. him right at the end whereas in this you you actually saw him quite a lot and he he wasn't that yeah, much different i think they in really humanized these characters yeah they did and they're, they're kind of setting up this they're kind of suggesting that they should be superheroes but at the same time they made them really human more than i've ever seen any superhero be humanized well true she was so, trying to convince them that they weren't actually superheroes and at one yeah. point i was like actually I, I okay was, she was selling it yeah, <laughs> she, yeah. That, was, that was working true. i thought that was really good actually i liked that okay. aspect of it yeah we'll that was that. that was interesting uh samuel R. jackson samuel jackson he Elijah was Elijah Price. Yeah, he was Samuel L. Jackson, right? He, <laughs> he pretty much plays himself. I think he was great. I, I think he was convincing as that smart supervillain. You know? Yes. Yeah, I like. I really like how he just planned everything out and kind of manipulated everyone. Mm. You know? I mean, yeah, that that was interesting to see him play this sort of almost cabbage style person. Yes. And then to go from like a comatose, sorry, vegetable. <laughs> Cabbage. Sure. Cabbage Patch Kid. <laughs> hmm. Okay. <laughs> yes. A vegetable style person. Um, comatose, shall we say? We I don't know. Say yeah. Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that just what came to mind. Um, anyway, yeah. Sort of comatose style character right. uh, to then like completely trick everyone and just be doing like wheelies in his <laughs> chair. <laughs> yeah. That was quite funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like that switch. I just thought for me that the character is so tragic in a way yes. because. 
he what he all he wants to do is to let people know that superheroes are real and yeah. and that there are extraordinary people with these amazing abilities but the way he does it is just yes. criminally awful and it's 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 very tricky i think this character agreed bruce willis i always enjoy bruce willis um yeah. cool character cool i haven't powers. seen him for a while in the film actually no that's true i liked him in this but i just i felt like there wasn't much for him to do in a way yeah <laughs> i think I, david was probably like the weakest character in this film possibly i know i did like him but yeah you're you're right I, I do feel like there could have been more going on there maybe i feel like he just succumbed too easily he did you know? yeah and he was like okay i'm trapped <laughs> yeah I'm here now. I'm not going to try and escape. Yeah. And then... <laughs> that was pretty harsh with the whole water thing. Water tank yeah. in his in his room, though. Yeah. Because he wasn't even a bad guy. So why would... It was just very frustrating, I thought. <laughs> I don't think they were treating them like good guys and bad guys or like superheroes. No. They were treating them as yeah. criminally insane. Not criminally insane, but insane, I guess. Yeah. I liked his character, but I think, yes, he was maybe played down a little bit. Yeah. I feel like they should have done more with him at the start because I liked... I really liked the relationship between him and between him and his kids mm. and you know when he was going out on recce's and he was in his ear and it was kind yeah. of like a batman sort of alfred style yeah, relationship that would be a cool film, just that, yeah I it think. would have been quite interesting but i think they they jumped into the whole psychiatric ward way too quickly for me maybe yeah anyway maybe. that's more in story so we've got uh sarah Porson. I think she was really great. I really liked her character. I love how she was so convincing. Yes. Like we said, she was just explaining away their powers and she pretty much had them convinced. She had <laughs> yeah. me convinced at times. And it's like that whole science versus fantasy thing. And she was giving them pretty good reasons why they weren't really powerful individuals mm. and, and explaining how this could all be just in made their up head. in their mind. Or and, coincidence. Or, yeah. 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 I think that, I think she was great, actually. Yeah, I really enjoyed definitely. her character. Um, and then we had, like, the supporting characters. So, you know, the family members. So Anya Taylor-Joy's character. Yes. She was also really great. She was great in Split. Obviously, less of a character in this one. Yes, because um, she's just related to the Split guy, right? So yes. she's, yeah. But also played a key part, especially at the end which we'll talk about later. But yeah, also very good. I really liked uh, Bruce Willis, David Dunn's kid, as I said before. And also Mr. Glass's mother, even though she's younger yeah. than him in real life, which <laughs> that is, is weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they're all great. I do yeah. think they were lesser characters. And Anya Taylor-Joy was really good in the last one. And it's kind of weird seeing her as sort of a side character. Yeah, almost. which is a bit of a shame. But, you know, yeah. the cast was great. And I guess they had to spend most of the screen time with the three. So Yes, and yeah. she, she was required to help Kevin Wendell Crumb complete his story. So. Yes. Okay, so, story. Story. What I've said is, flowed <laughs> quite well for me. Oh, that, that's it? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> right. um, yeah, I, did, I, did, I didn't mind it. I was all right. I do think they got into the asylum pretty quickly. And then yeah. there was a lot of kind of... Meandering and exploring. Maybe. And... There's a lot of kind of psychological stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, quite than... introspective, wasn't it? Which I don't mind. I think it was okay. But I think from a superhero movie, you maybe expect a bit more yeah. action. Yeah. Um, the actual twist and the kind of end and everything. I think it was all right as well. I think it was sad. But I thought the twist made some kind of sense. And I thought it was okay. And I thought it added a bit more... Gravitas? <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, it made it a bit more impactful in the end okay. because, you know, of what happened. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. So I thought it starts off very sort of typical comic book-esque. So yeah, David Dunn trying to track down Kevin and the Horde uh, to rescue the cheerleaders. You know, save the cheerleaders, save the world sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, once they were captured, I thought it became a little mundane, more about belief and trying to reduce superhero powers to almost circumstance. And they spent so, a bit too long on that, maybe. I mean, yeah, if you're coming from it, like from a psychological point, yeah. that's fine. But it, it was portrayed as like a superhero comic yes, book film. Think, yeah. And I think fans of that, as you said, they they came into this wanting more action and more fights and that kind of thing. And yeah. Yeah, it became a bit too introspective. And I, I wouldn't call it, yeah, I'd call it more deep. But yeah, fair play. Okay, so Please we continue. go into spoilers now. Yes. Yes. So, spoiler warning. Um, I would recommend this film actually. Yeah. So, do, do go and see it if you're if you're a fan of the other two films. But then come back when you've listened. Yes. Okay. So we warned you. Or so, watched. or watched yes. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk about those two twists because there were kind of two twists in this, really, weren't there? Wasn't okay. there? Weren't so... there? Oh, geez, that's awful. <laughs> Sorry, bad grammar. So, what were the twists? Okay. So the first twist was um, you found out about Kevin's origins and what glass played into that role so he was the one who obviously set up you know the train crash where david dunn discovered his power because he was the only sole survivor but you also found out that kevin's father was on that train yes so there were actual two people that came out of the crash in a way uh, because of his actions he created two almost superpower people i'm wondering at this point if glass knew that he was doing that yeah, how because would he, he have known? to be thinking that he was creating these people. Yes. So, but how would he have known? But that is kind of cool, I think. I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, I think, because, you know, David Dunn's son found out, didn't he? I don't think it would have been that hard to kind of realise, because obviously there were sort of news reports about what happened in Split. Glass's character probably was maybe tracking something along those lines, or... Mm. I don't know, maybe looked into it when he found out. But he definitely knew because he said to David Dunn's son, don't give it away too soon sort of thing. Yeah. When he was telling him, which was kind of intriguing. But yeah, so he knew. He knew yeah. Yeah. That was interesting. So I, I, I liked, okay. I quite liked that actually. And I really liked in the story how they kind of intertwined, like cut in bits from Unbreakable and Split. I thought that was quite clever. So there were clips of David Dunn on the train and yes. there were clips of parts of Split. So that, that, that worked quite well for me, I thought. But the second twist, oh, this is the bit that got me. <laughs> was it the first twist? I don't know. I'm getting confused. Anyway, <laughs> it was about that sort of band of i don't know what would you call them not gangsters but sort of like a criminal syndicate that were controlling people and suppressing superhero powers and things i don't know what i thought about that i was just a bit like oh (laughs) okay i thought that was okay i didn't really think that was a twist i think that was just an extra detail so that they can continue the series from here right i guess it was a big part of the plot because it's like they were trying to confirm that they were real or something weren't they yeah and like i don't know if they were intending to kill them or something but yeah i think i think the the twist as i was seeing it was that glass has recorded everything and he sent it out to the family members and they spread out on youtube no it's more that he this the the film was set up as he'd kind of set it up as like a, a big crescendo ending 
like he was likening it to a comic book that you would get at the end of a run, right? Okay. I think that's what he was doing. But then he called it an origin story. But then at the end he called it an origin <laughs> yeah. story. And that was that was the twist for me is that it was it was just proof to the world that they existed. Yeah. As opposed to a big crescendo fight okay. of a superhero yeah. fight kind of thing. True. I just I think it was really sad how he was setting up this big thing about going to that Oh, let's call it the Avengers Tower sort of thing. Sure. You know, that super tower. He was yeah. setting up the fact that they were going to have a big fight there. And he, he knew that they wouldn't even get further than the front part <laughs> of the okay. hospital place. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. But I quite like that because, yeah, that's that's what I saw as the twist is that they're saying uh, more as an origin story. So then they can do more stories in the universe later where everyone knows they exist and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the big thing. So they all died, right? They all died. Yes. And it was quite sad. It was really sad, wasn't it? Especially David Dunn. Yes. The one awful way to go in a bloody puddle <laughs> of all things. So how did David Dunn die? Well, he was... Yeah, that did make it pretty bad. They should have puddle. had like a decent end. Yeah, you know, really. that was just... And his father, I mean, it's his father. His son was right next to him. Yes. Yeah, that so was the, terrible. The, yeah, it was. I mean, a puddle of <laughs> <laughs> I was just annoyed. He was such a yeah. good character. and oh, Yeah, he should have got a proper send-off. Yeah, he really should have. Um, I feel like... Like Kevin did, he went a bit full circle, didn't he? And yeah, and... he kind of came to terms with his illness, I guess yes. you would call it. Yeah, and he kind of regained control, and he died as himself. Yeah, which was know? really nice, actually, but yeah. very also very sad when he actually got shot and you he looked down and i was like no even yeah. though he's been this awful person yeah, yeah. i was like actually really felt for him that was another thing the film did was kind of that whole dichotomy between what is good and what is bad kind yeah. of thing and yeah it was interesting yeah i mean in a way he it was like a um a coping mechanism wasn't it even though it was an awful yeah. manifestation so he could but, kind of hide and the other yeah. personalities would come out and take control kind of thing yeah <sighs> Yeah, I just think just... I think that was good. I think that he he had a good end. But yeah. David Dunn's character that was, oh. that was, that was so disappointing, <laughs> so sad. Yeah, but it did add that kind of that power to it. Like this means something now that this gets mm. released and that people find out about this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it did. It did have some value. Yeah. Dying, but True. at the same time, I wish they'd had a better send off or at least David Dunn's character. So yes. <sighs> Anyway, <laughs> I've got a mix of like, what's the word? Just upset and just disappointed. <laughs> it's it's not a good mix. Um, also, can I just say, I thought his uh, sort of superhero suit was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I love the character, I just thought really, it's just like a pointy anorak thing, right? Poncho, yeah. yeah. Right, so because visuals. Of the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Protecting himself from the rain. True. Um, visuals yeah it looks good uh, i think it it was a good looking film nice nice visuals well shot and stuff so yeah see on that front all good mm. um same as you thought the same the only thing i think they could have done a bit more was something with the visuals of the beast possibly yeah i think they were toning it back a bit they were trying to make them more human and true yeah i don't know why because they're trying to say that there's superheroes out there mm. but at the same time they're just making them quite I mean, they're human first, but they have these extra powers, which, but then they're still very, very fragile people. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to tell us? I'm not Anyway, so let's round this off because we've been talking about this for long enough. Yes. How would you rate this film, Chris? I would give it one thumbs up. I enjoyed the film. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't perfect by any means, but um, I think the twist for M. Night Shyamalan was pretty reasonable, in my opinion. <laughs> reasonable. Um, okay. <laughs> sad how it ended, but it added meaning to the end, made it more impactful, in my opinion. And it tied up the trilogy quite nicely, even though we didn't really know it was a trilogy until after the <laughs> second one, or the end of the second one. Um, and it left it open for other films to be set in the universe with probably less well-known actors. But and stuff. are there actual superheroes now? Because they killed off the three. I'm, I'm sure some I think, will yeah, appear, right? We know that they exist. Yeah, and true. So there must be others. Yeah. I think that's the implication there. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. So I agree with you. I give this one thumbs up as well. Okay. I mean, it made me feel quite a lot of things actually talking about it, but overall sort of disappointed and also very heartbroken. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay. So let's know what you thought of Glass. Yes. This week we're joined by special guest Renzi Felice, who plays Alex Wilder in Marvel's Runaways. Ooh, so yeah, he's pretty much uh, the main leader of the Runaways group. And uh, season two has just aired on Sci-Fi and Hulu, so go and check those out. There will be possibly, well, yeah, there's a, there's a couple of spoilers in there for season two, but by now I really hope you guys have seen it because I really enjoy the show. So hope you enjoy the interview. Enjoy. So, how crazy is your life now since starring in Runaways? I mean, you've been to Comic Con, you've even got your own Funko Pop. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess in terms of that stuff, it's definitely ramped up. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I keep my 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 close circle um, near me, and and my my the people that I love around me. So, in terms of my personal life, nothing too crazy. Sure, I'll get stopped every now and then at a dinner or walking down the street or something. But, uh, you know, it, it, the world hasn't been turned upside down just yet. But do you have the pop is the big question. <laughs> <laughs> I and everybody that I know has the pop. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so uh, what was it like working with uh, the great Stan Lee? Oh, my God, it was amazing. Um, it was it's a memory that I'll, you know, take with me forever. Um he came in, was extremely giving and gracious. Um, you know, of course, everyone on, on set wanted like something signed by him. And immediately they told us right out the gate, like, hey, if you want anything signed, send it to us. We'll do it and we'll, you know, we'll give it back to you in a couple of days or whatever. Because he always has thousands and thousands things to sign. And he did. And he was so gracious. And he gave us that. And um, when he came on set, just a giving, you know, he... He had his, his like little one line on our show, but behind the scenes, you know, he was joking, laughing, taking pictures, having a good time. It was, it was, it was amazing. Oh, wow. I mean, that must have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so this season, a big season for you guys, you're finally on the run. And there was so much more action. How much different was it filming this season to the first? It was pretty, it was pretty different. Honestly, the, the, I feel like the pace picked up a lot, and so we felt that um, while we were shooting. Just so many more things were happening, so many bigger, bigger events, and then the stakes were all raised. And we would even get to, I feel like the, the season looks a little different, too. Uh, our DP, Dave Fergal, did a great job of, of, of making our show look super cool, um, yeah. like have a different feel than the first season. And we got to see that, too, during the first, like we would go back and see some scenes back. Or we would go and like at, like just watch uh, our other castmates do their scenes. Um, 
and you get to feel that there's a difference in description, the writing, there's a difference. And so right out the gate, yes, the season is different. The season is, is much bigger. And that's how exactly how it's followed. We were doing it. Yeah. And you finally get a bit of a romance this season, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get a little redemption song. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so talking about, say it's you guys kind of versus your parents, but I bet they're actually really, really nice people in real life. Who do you think has the best parents in the show? The best parents in the show in terms of the character or the actors? Uh, the actors. Um, oh, man. That's tough. I love my parents. I, <laughs> you but I guess that's an that. easy answer. Yeah. Um, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I really love... Man, that's tough. Um, let me give it some thought. I guess... Bridget and Kevin, um, who play Gertz and I guess Allegra's adoptive or Ariella's adoptive. So yeah, um, it's uh, I would say uh, the Yorks are, yes. are, are, are are excellent people and they're incredibly funny on camera as well. <laughs> they seem so nice as well. I mean, they don't seem that evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out of all of them, I guess they seem the less evil. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I agree. But but as we saw in season two, um, you know some weird things started happening but explainable as well yeah definitely so how do you how does how does it feel like working acting with a scene with old lace oh it's incredible it's like um you know it's it's this whole different you have to really open up your imagination um to sharing a scene with a dinosaur (laughs) and so it, it, it it's actually like um when you're in it you sort of imagine what it's all going to look like and what it's going to sound like and how quick she's going to be moving. But when you see it, it's even more amazing when you get to see it on camera, when you actually get to see the, the episode played back, because then it's like, wow, like, they, you know, they, they really are able to create something that is as real as it is in my mind. So it's, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's amazing to do. It's even more amazing to watch back. Yeah, I mean, is there actually anything there, or do you just have to act like a tennis ball? Um, <laughs> um, what do you mean? She's real. It's an absolutely real dinosaur. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> right, so your co-star Greg uh, recently had a photo with uh, Cloak and Dagger star Aubrey. Would you like to see the two shows cross over in the future? Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, if it were up to me, I guess it would have happened by now. But um, yeah, I guess that's a decision for the higher-ups, the, the ones making the big money, so... Um, it's up to them. Fingers crossed. I mean, if you read the original comic, they did kind of make an appearance for a little bit, didn't they? They did. They absolutely did. Yeah, we had a little standoff. All <laughs> yeah. the six, eight of us. So it's. I would actually like to see that exact scene play out. I think that would be super cool. But I also feel like that was an older version of uh, Tyrone and Tandy, so we'll see how this world plays out. <laughs> Definitely. Fingers crossed, anyway. So we've got to talk about that season finale cliffhanger. I mean, not going into too much spoilers, but one of the kids <laughs> might be an alien. Do you do you hope it will be you so you can kind of act like a different character? Um, I guess the actor part of me, like an actor, would like to do a bunch of different things, sure. I have no idea who who this who this magical alien could be, <laughs> yeah. but whoever it is, I feel like that's such like a juicy. There's so there's so much there's a lot there's a lot of ways that that storyline could go. You know, now that there's one of theirs in our own in our ranks, and so yeah, I'm excited just to see what the writers are able to do with season. If we were if lucky enough to get, I mean, how would we not if we have that cliffhanger, right? Exactly. They have to now. 
But right. if we are lucky enough to get another season, I would love to see what the seasons, what the creators and writers are able to do with that, you know, that plot. Definitely. And uh, we've got a couple of fan questions. Uh, so one of the main ones that people are asking were, will you ever do a Heroes and Villains fan fest? And if you do, would you come to London? Oh, absolutely. I love London. I've been there once. I went and visited with my friends. Um, when was it? Not 2017. Um, just before we started the first season, I went and visited London. I went and visited most of Europe um, with my friends, and I loved it there. So yes and yes and, and yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, so another one. Uh, do you ever get jealous of your castmates who get to have powers in the show? But you did get to have the fisticuns, didn't you, this season? That's right. I think I complained just enough for them to be <laughs> like, all right, we'll give them one thing at the end. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I also like the fact that Alex was able to flex a little bit more of his, of his abilities this season as well with the hacking and with getting into the hotel and finding the footage or, or with, you know, turning the, 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 the cars around at the Gibbs site that, um, and so he, he's able to sort of use his, his, um, his powers a bit more, um, you know, the, his, his abilities to hack and his abilities to sort of think strategically when he gets his parents there at the end, um, and so I, I enjoyed that, and I also very much enjoyed getting to use those fisticons and getting to play with those. Nice, yeah. Um, so who would you say the joke in the cast is? Um, definitely. I feel like a lot of my castmates might say it's me, <laughs> oh, but yeah. I feel like, I feel like, um, let me think, either, I, I guess Allegro would come in at the close second. Oh. Okay, so what would yeah. you say your favorite favorite scene was to film? Oh, my favorite scene to film, man. Um, the the driving scene at the end was probably the most fun I had. Yeah, um, I think that was great. Getting to do those, yeah, getting to do those stunts. Um, they sort of put me the 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 way that we did the stunt was I got to sit in the driver's seat while the car was moving, so I wasn't really controlling the car. Um, but I got to sit in it as we were packing the cars, as we were moving, as I was doing the turns around the corners, as I was accelerating. So it was as exciting as doing it. <laughs> but uh, so, so that was my favorite, getting to sit there in that seat while, you know, it's like a roller coaster ride. Nice. Uh, and your character has just returned in the comics. Um, how do you feel about your character in the TV version compared to the comic version? You say he just appeared in the comics? Yeah, he's just returned in the new run, actually. Really? What? What's his role? What, what's happening with him? I don't know too much, but he's obviously back. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so how do I feel about his TV version versus this new comic version? Yeah. I guess I don't know too much about the new comic version, so... I wouldn't know how to feel against it, but in terms of how I feel about his TV version, I think I, I think he's a pretty layered character. I feel like a lot of the times he just kind of wants this other, you know, this other being in his life, just another connection with somebody. He tries to find, you know, he has it sort of at first with Nico, and then that sort of falls apart, and then he sort of tries to find it with Darius, and that sort of falls apart, um, you know, due to the other events. And then he finds it again with Livy, and that sort of falls apart. So over and over again, he continues trying to find, you know, someone to just pour his, his heart into and to give a love and affection towards, and, and it keeps turning back on him. So I feel like those events have sort of caused him to, to close up a bit, to be a little harder, I guess, um, more of a shell, more of a wall. So I, I feel like his, his sort of personality is changing as the season goes on. It's an arc. And so I think the writers are doing a good job of, of, of displaying that and showing that. 
but yeah, still, I feel like he's a very, uh, a pretty one track minded guy. And when he has his goal, he will achieve it, you know, no matter what, which is admirable, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. uh, last one. Um, is anything next in the pipeline for you? And what can fans look forward to from you next? Um, I, I, no, nothing I can say just yet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, my name, Renzi Feliz, um, at Renzi Feliz. Pretty uh, straightforward. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you. I appreciate it. So giveaway time. We've got two copies of Upgrade to give away for you guys on DVD. So all you need to do is make sure you follow us on Twitter and then retweet our tweet that has all the competition that's in it. The giveaway tweet. Yes. yes. <laughs> we'll leave a link in the description yeah, of this episode. Definitely. Show notes. What yes. is that called? I don't know. <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, we've watched this quite recently, haven't we? Yeah. I really liked it. I think um, it's just that it's like my kind of sci-fi. Really. Yeah. So... Yes. <laughs> Chris has endorsed this. It's all like AI and singularity type stuff. So yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So it stars Logan Marshall Green. So he's like the American version of Tom Hardy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> pretty much. And it's from Blumhouse Productions, which is kind of intriguing. So they're the guys who do Get Out and a lot of the horror films. And as Chris said, it's just like a really good sci-fi film, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, please do enter our competition. We'll be open for two weeks. So we'll announce the winner on our next episode. Yes. So... One DVD per one winner, two winners. Yes, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) So good luck, everybody. Hot topic time. Mm. So for this week's hot topics, we asked you, if you could redo the twist in any M. Night Shyamalan film, which one would you pick and how would you change it? Oh, okay. Yes. So let's go to Twitter. Tell me some things. Nick. Right. So first up, we've got Nurse Chatting at Nurse Chatting. Hello, guys. They said they picked signs and they said I'd make the aliens in signs impervious to water and win in the end. Smiley face. Interesting. <laughs> That's Interesting. pretty dark, isn't it? It's a little dark, guys. <laughs> Kill all the humans. Uh, <laughs> good start. Good start. I actually like signs. Signs. Yeah, one. I think signs is his best one, actually. Mm. Although that twist is a bit convenient, isn't it? with the whole oh she likes leaving water everywhere like you do also chris <laughs> that's <is> true <laughs> are you I'm expecting an impending alien? yeah <laughs> um i don't know it just it worked for me in that film for some reason okay. like yeah. I, I found it yeah i thought yeah. the cast was really good i think that's what sold me on the film really maybe maybe yeah and it was a bit creepy as well and the aliens turned out to be actual aliens which was nice yeah. <laughs> not like twists yeah. they're not aliens <laughs> yeah they're not just sort of yeah. Yeah. Mean. <laughs> uh, next up we got I am Jack's regular regular musings at I am Jack's musings who said the twist of the happening just has to change doesn't it I mean to literally anything else other than the sentient malevolent t- trees and plants <laughs> yes. yes I mean so here's one of the issues with this whole topic I haven't seen many of these films have to you be not no. have you not seen the happening no oh I mean I didn't spoiler really... <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah no it's fine obviously I knew about it but yeah. I didn't really fancy it okay so, well you kind of dodged a bullet there really <laughs> maybe although maybe i'll watch it now i don't know anyway we went on to say it's silly very silly do you think that maybe just possibly it was a comment on man's impact on the environment not so much subtext as silly text 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Overt text. Yeah. Kind of hit you around the head. Um, <laughs> he was going on to say there were so many other, admittedly perhaps unoriginal options slash man-made, uh, either viral outbreak, alien virus, meteor-supplied outer space infection. Yeah. All of them, I think, probably would have been I know, better. That's what I feel about kind of my choice is that literally anything else would have yeah. been better so <laughs> it's a difficult one isn't it for uh, yeah well we'll talk about this later but i think sometimes his twists he tries to make them as maybe stupid as possible yeah. just to be like <laughs> you were waiting for this screw you <laughs> maybe it feels like a twist really needs to be impactful or something it just mm. it's too much it's too much. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. Sean Wren at Sean and Score Wren said, since I haven't seen Unbreakable or Split brackets yet, you do. They're so good. Go watch them, please. Um, I'd go with Glass and say not to make dot 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 dad in the same place as dot 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 and not have basically the Court of Owls reveal. <laughs> so Court of Owls are uh, just a... Uh, they're from Batman. It's like this kind of global, con- not conspiracy, but global group of people like criminals that control a lot of things and stuff. Okay. Uh, so I, d- I don't want to go too much into spoilers, even though we're probably talking about spoilers already. Uh, but yes, I kind of agree with where he's coming from. So like the the twist in, in glass. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah, any comments? Um. Yeah, I didn't really feel like the twist and it was that bad, honestly, for this one. Okay. Yeah. For me, it was kind of okay. I guess because, <laughs> you know, I, I was kind of expecting something a bit more intense and weird. Yes. So I was kind of okay with it. Oh, okay. Maybe. Interesting. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Next up, we got Chris Wilson at Chris Movie Corner. He said, The happening is the popular pick, but for me, it is the village. The twist just never landed at all for me. I take out the grief counselling group angle. I'm sorry, spoilers, if you haven't seen that. Um, always felt weird. Maybe go down the route of it being an end of days cult prepping for the apocalypse. Uh, yeah Agreed. i mean this is i'll just tell you now this was my choice yeah village. And mine. yeah um it was just you know yeah it was like it was kind of interesting it was like what's it going was on really and it interesting comes in and it's like oh it's just a dream kind of thing but no it's it wasn't a dream but... no but it's that kind of ending where yeah it's like, i suppose so none of it was really i mean happening it was kind, of, kind of interesting in a way but it was also a, a bit annoying because i wanted there to be more to it if that makes sense yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of these things they're quite shallow twists. Like they're very sort of surface level. They're not very sort of deep and meaningful. meaningful. They're just like, oh, it's a twisty. Did you yeah. see it? Sort yeah, of maybe. thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, literally anything would have been better for me. Like <laughs> yeah. if they had thought they were aliens, but then there weren't aliens or something, or monsters or whatever it was. Yeah. And then but then in the end there were aliens or something. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> but anything, anything would have been better for me. So. Okay. Right. Uh, so checking the Geeks Talk at Jack Geeks Talk. Hi guys. They said I'd have Ho- Haley Joel Osmond's character in the sixth sense be dead the entire time. <laughs> oh <laughs> nice. Bruce Willis thinks he's just another one of the triple children he's trying to help, but then he turns around and says, I am dead people. Ooh. Wait, he was dead? <laughs> <laughs> Did you not know? <laughs> I haven't seen it, but Have I know, obviously. Have you not seen obviously. The Sixth Sense? I know. Chris! I mean, this is the most <laughs> spoiled the film way. in history. Yeah, true. So. I think I knew the twist before I swore it. <laughs> so I swore it? Swore um, it. But the thing was, I think this was, I think this was like an 18, right? Because I wasn't actually allowed to watch it until I was a bit older. Right. And by that time, everyone knew the twist, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was a bit like, mm, okay, I see what's going on here, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I still don't think I've seen it like 
the whole way through though because my mum and dad are always like right it's the ghost bit coming up go out the door sort of thing and uh, they're like come on you can come back now and yeah okay but yeah it was always very creepy but yeah that would add another level to it as well i think that would be very intriguing so next up we got different dan at Envare dan who said i need to rewatch the happening i remember being a bit disappointed with it though for me glass was fantastic i'm surprised it's received some of the negative press from critics Mm. yeah i can kind of see both sides to this i think but we'll talk you would have had about our talk now right so i'm just gonna say yeah i liked it so that's right you didn't like it did you no i'm kind of in in, not indifferent but i don't know not super excited by it yeah Mm. anyway (laughs) (laughs) galaxy at galaxy four two four two four two four two four uh glass i think he should have not done that because now there is no main protagonist for the next bunch and there won't be any more. Yeah. I feel like there could be maybe more. I think that's... Well, yeah. I think it is the end. So though. he finished the trilogy. Yeah. But he set it up so that there could be more happening in the universe kind True. of thing. So yeah, I think I think he probably will explore it with other films. But he's done his like big, yeah. big arc, I guess. Yeah. It's definitely come full circle now, hasn't it? So I don't... I think it's kind of wrapped itself up really quite neatly in a way. Yeah. Even if you didn't like it, it was quite... Complete. Yeah. And yep. a bit of closure and yeah, kind of done. I Agreed. Think. Hmm. Next up, we've got last week's movie at last week's movies who said, I changed the, the villagers twist. Make that weird robed monster real and the village people are test subjects for the monster's weird cult. Ooh. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Definitely. Something like that. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Anything. So, Chris, what would you... Well, we'll be giving it away now, yeah, but yeah. The village. Yeah, the um, village. <laughs> yeah, just a really poor ending, I thought. It was like, oh, that's it. Okay, fine. <laughs> do you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, let's, let's kind of talk about it a little bit. So they had these kind of weird monsters, didn't they? But it was actually the elders of the village dressed up as the weird, like, hedgehoggy monster things. Right. And they, they were just trying to keep them all sort of contained and so they didn't leave the like was it a wildlife reserve or something i can't remember something along those lines and yeah so they all the elders basically started the group because they'd all been a part of some sort of violent catastrophe in their life right so they started this thing where they they'd given up on like the outside world and they wanted to create like a nice sort of hippie-esque utopia (laughs) utopia sort of thing and um yeah so yeah. What did you think of that twist? Yeah, it wasn't good, was it? <laughs> I can kind of see where they're coming from, but I think it's because they kind of set the film up as this big sort of thriller, horror sort of thing, and then to turn it yes. around and to be like, oh no, it's actually just humans all the way yeah, through. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, 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 the way, it's the way you twist it, isn't it? So if it starts off like really interesting, it's like, oh, what's going on here? Monsters and things like that. Oh, it's exciting. And then they twist it and it's like, oh, everything's just normal. Yeah. It's kind of like, ah, uh, if it had been the other way around, mm. it would have been much more interesting. Yeah. So it's kind of the way, it really does matter the way you frame it. So, yes. So how would you change it then, Chris? I don't know. I'd just have it so, like, um, they weren't allowed to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, someone finally escapes, but then it really is bad outside. Like, <laughs> yeah. things, things are terrible. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, I'm going back. <laughs> I had the best life. So, yeah, I think I think it would just be... It would just follow on a bit better, and it would yeah. be like it would be a more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. almost sort of like um, uh, Planet of the Apes style thing in a way, because you know he goes back and then he realizes that everything has been taken over by monkeys and stuff, and he's like, "No, apes, apes. Sure. sorry." Sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah i think yeah maybe if there was like an apocalypse and there were the only like survivors or something and they were being contained in this area because they didn't want to catch i don't know pick up some sort of virus or something yeah but yeah as they suggested i think yeah i could go if along there with that actually had been aliens and they'd somehow been shielding themselves or if it had been some sort of like reality tv show where people are watching <laughs> oh, them or something like, like that, um, that black mirror fun. You know, yeah. that, that lady, um, she relives that day every single yes. day. Yeah. That would be kind of interesting. Like that, yeah. Almost like Truman Show style sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Okay, we've given you lots of different suggestions. Well, like the island, but where <laughs> they've been there for so long that the kids have forgotten, like the new the generations island. have forgotten why they were originally there kind of thing or something. Okay, wait, uh, I'm confused. <laughs> the island I watch is when they're like copies of people. Of rich people. No, no, no. I mean, no? I mean the TV show with Bear Grylls. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I've have, got you. Yeah. <laughs> I think, though, that mm, the thing that like bothered me about the film is that they didn't tell their kids what the actual point of them being there was. Because I think rather mm. than having these stupid monsters, they just told them, look, guys, we're trying to do this thing. Yeah. Uh, because we've all been hurt in the past, you know. Mm. Mm. Like Amish people, like you can either leave and like yeah, it yeah. or come back if you don't like it sort of thing. I mean, that would be... That, that would, would be work, the, right? That would be a proper society then. <laughs> yeah. That would make more but sense. But then there would be no film you know. and there would be no twist. Sure, so, sure. yes. I would prefer that. If it, was <laughs> <Yeah>. just, <laughs> if it was just a look at Amish life, I think I would have preferred it. Okay, but, you know, interesting. Fine. We'll watch a documentary. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. there's one on Netflix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think... I think that's, yeah, I think we've fixed maybe the village. Maybe. Maybe. I'm just going to say, if, if they weren't Amish, right? And um, no offence to any Amish people. Okay. Not that any Amish <laughs> no, people will be listening. No, but no. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks everyone for sending in all of your suggestions. We really do enjoy reading them out. Yes. And please take part in the next one. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us or if you'd like to take part in the next Talk Topics, how do we go about doing that then, Chris? So you can get in touch with us on Twitter at We Have a Hulk Pod. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at We Have a Hulk Pod also. We're on YouTube, We Have a Hulk. And we have a blog where you can go see Nicola's wonderful writings, wehaveahulk.co.uk. Yes, so so we've got plenty of films coming up soon. Um, at the top of my head, I'm thinking How to Train a Dragon 3, the last one, which we might be talking about next time. Cool. I don't know, we'll see. Cool, cool. Yes, but anyway, thank you so much for listening once again. If you'd like to subscribe on YouTube, maybe leave us a nice review, that would be rather nice. But if you're new, thank you so much for joining in. Really hope you enjoyed this one. And if you're our regular customer, then thank you so much. We love you very yes, much. Thank you. So, hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye.